Hello and welcome to a new episode of Putin Bratwurst. Today is the 16th of May. It's a Sunday, even though we are, to be honest, recording on a Saturday, but it is Sunday. For you. I'm for me. I'm Simon. I am sitting in Hamburg and it's raining outside and there are thunderstorms. So bear with me if you hear some rumbling. That's uh, the sky outside being angry at us. And I look at Philip, who is wearing a Super Mario T-shirt. So I guess it's warmer where you are in Quebec. Philip, how are you doing? How is the weather? How is everything? Hey, I, I, I'm doing good. Uh, I'm doing okay. Uh, weather is great here. We're finally wow. feeling like uh, summer is at uh. our doors. I might go play some baseball after this recording. Oh, um, nice. I've never yeah. played baseball. I've never I mean, I don't, it. we don't play like legitimate baseball because you need to be like, I don't know, like 15 to do that. We're just like four or five at best. Yeah. But we just like throw and bat and just people on the field just run like headless chickens to get is the it, ball. In. Is it easy to like to hit the ball when someone throws it at you? I mean, we're not good. So we, we basically give the ball, you know, so that the guy can hit it because that's what's yeah. fun, you know. What we want to do is run and throw the ball and, and bat and we just... It's just an excuse to hang out outside on a nice day and run a bit, you know. It's just but, it's just fun. But over there, do you guys um, do that at school? Do you play, uh, play I, baseball? I played baseball when I was in elementary school. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's because it's a very like accessible sport. You know, it's mm -hmm. not like hockey that you have to buy a lot of equipment. Yeah. You just need like shoes and hats basically, and, mm -hmm. and, a, and a glove, and you're you're good to go. Yeah. So it's a very accessible sport, like like football, I guess. In, in Europe, you know, just need good shoes and you're 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 ready to go. Uh, which is so, which is the the number one sport you, you guys play at school? Because I, over here it's it's obviously soccer. But I, I would I would probably say it's the same here too, actually, because it's so yeah? cheap to, to. Yeah, there's a lot of young people that play a, a football, soccer, um, oh. because it's so cheap for parents. It's more like an accessible sport. But obviously, hockey is extremely popular too. Oh yeah extremely popular but it's 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 again it's it's an expensive sport sport because mm. you need the blades you need the the the, 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 the chest piece you need the helmet yeah, you need yeah. the gloves you need the it's, it's very expensive sports the goalkeeper is ridiculously expensive uh so how about the uh do you guys have like Amer like in in the u.s they have like american football teams yeah. right for for high schools and stuff do you have that as well yeah some high schools have it but it's not like every high school at oh, all. my okay. school didn't have one mm. I remember we asked we asked for it like we we made like a petition when I was yeah. in first grade high school I was like you want a football team and they, they, it's 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 it just didn't happen most don't universities do hmm. uh, my undergrad university was extremely good one yeah. of the best team in Canada and my master's degree school was one of the worst in Canada oh shit <laughs> I went to see them play once and it was like so bad uh. we just got there to get drunk anyway we had like we we. Because you cannot bring alcohol in the stadium, but like yeah. we, we managed to uh, snuggle a, a lot in actually, so we got really pissed drunk in like one quarter, and it was, we were just too drunk to follow the game, and it sucked anyway, so we we left. <laughs> okay, that was fun. I believe that. Um, all right, uh, birthdays for this week. Yeah, today is the birthday of Megan Fox. She's turning thirty-four. Can you believe that? Um, time flies. Time flies. Do you do do you th find Megan Fox to be attractive? Have you been one of these guys who were super into Megan Fox? When I don't think I've ever watched a movie that she played in. So. The first Transformers. You haven't seen that one? Oh. No. I mean, I remember like she's like she's like a brunette, whatever. But yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, obviously she was she was good looking. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I also like. I remember in, when I was in high school, they she was like a sex symbol, and people yeah, were, yeah, you yeah, know, for sure. But I, I, I never really got the hype on that. Now talking about sex symbols, um, Pierce Brosnan is also turning mm -hmm. sixty-seven, and I know my mom is totally into him, or she used to be. I hope I'm, I'm my okay mom too. She was too. He's like a mom uh, type, and I think. He is also with his high school girlfriend still. Like she's now his wife. I think he's still with his uh, with his first time wife. And I think this is so rare in Hollywood that yeah, it makes me like him more. I think it's a nice. Yeah, it gives thing a, you... uh, it gives like a he's a legit. Yeah, yeah, it's cool you know guy. he's, he's just a good guy because yeah. otherwise he would he would he would not survive a third yeah. forty year old uh, wedding. Obviously, yeah. And uh, for me, he also. Like he is my James Bond. If I, if I, you know, every yeah, generation youth, has, right? yeah, yeah. I, f I feel like he, he was the. If I think of James Bond, he is the first that comes to mind to me. Yeah, is it the same he, for you? I, I, I mean, I, I, I prefer Sean Connery as, a, as a James Bond, mm. but I have to say the one that is resonating with me the most is also the, the that one because yeah. when I was a kid, he was the one making movies. So mm. obviously, that's like. That's what we grew up with. Like my yeah. my dad's favorite is is Roger Moore because when he was oh, a yeah. kid, that was what was coming out in the seventies. So he's more into that. Yeah, I guess it depends what you grew up with, but yeah, I, I think I think they're they're they, he was a good Bond. I think I haven't watched a Bond movie in years, so I don't know. Yeah, have you rewatched Golden Eye? I don't know. Is it still good? Does it hold up? I don't know. I I, I always feel when it comes up, I think you can still watch it, and uh, it is always a. Uh, entertaining film i think the only james bond that actually really um caught me and uh, off guard and really surprised me in a positive way was uh, skyfall because i think that was the one where they changed it a little bit you i don't know if you've seen that one he's i, I did think but i don't remember recently much. like they they <clears throat> it goes back into james bond's past and you discover right. a little more about him and he's fragile for the first time which i think was Super interesting. The one one following that one sucked ass. So that I didn't, kind of, I didn't watch that one. I, I, thought, I watched it. I think it was called Spectre. Uh, I watched that one because I thought, well, if Skyfall was that great, then probably the next one is gonna be good as well because you could see that there was like a storyline they followed, but it sucked mega ass. Yeah, so. I, I, the, the the Craig ones are, from what I remember, they're pretty unequal. I remember really liking yeah. uh, Kiss in the Royale. Mm, but it was good. Me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I remember Quantum of Solace was yeah. I didn't like. I didn't like. Mm. So then I was like, what is going on with this guy? So <clears throat> yeah. I don't know. I, I think he's a he's a cool guy. I think yeah. he I mean, he's a good I, actor. I like, yeah, he's a good actor. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I, I really I was hoping for uh what is his name? Ah, the one um they were talking about the um African American actor to follow that um I'm not. I don't follow uh, showbiz that much. No he has idea. a very complicated name. I'm sorry, I I can't recall. But they were talking about him following to be a next Bond, which I think was okay. a great idea, because the whole sexist thing also is a problem. I you know I wonder how how are they gonna keep that? Because if you watch the old Bond movies, he really is a sexist. Like he's using women, and the way women fall for him, it's just. At, watching it from today's I, perspective, I, I think I, it's kind of uh, weird. Yeah, but I, I don't think it's that crazy. I think there's way worse, and it's just Obviously. you have to look. You have to be in the zeitgeist. You know, it's like it's a yeah. product of the time. Yeah. I, I think it's like there's some there's some funny moments, and I think it's in Goldfinger when he's like, uh, 
She's like, oh, please bring somebody I can put on when she's in the bath. Mm. I don't know if you see that thing. He brings the slippers. That's a yeah. that's a funny joke. Whatever. It's a funny I joke. I, I I know what you mean, but I I do witty, feel whatever. like women should have a a more prominent role in that. I I, I think it's. Well, the later ones they do, right? I don't yeah, know. they do, they do. But it's also it's still as it's like you see a hot lady there, and you know it's gonna fuck her. Like you know that's gonna happen, and it's it's always I mean, like that's part of the movie. It like is it's, part it's of the signature. But, but that's the point. Uh, wouldn't it be surprising if he wanted to fuck her, but he didn't get to? I think that'd you be interesting. Him? Yeah, I guess. yeah, that would be interesting. I'm sorry, I'm cursing today. I don't know. I don't know what's wrong. Um, F bomb sensitive. I'm sorry. I'm really podcast. sorry about that. Yeah. Uh, next up, um, Liberace would have turned 102 years today. Happy birthday to heaven or hell, wherever you are. And happy birthday to everyone whose birthday is today. Now, Philip, there's one thing I wanted to talk to you about. Um, yeah. You sent me a picture yes. uh, from your movie. Another picture. of yes. we, we talked yes. about that before. And mm -hmm. um, on the picture, you're, you're, I don't know, you're carrying like a box or something like that. Of wood, yeah. And and you, you guys obviously can see the picture, unfortunately. But you can <laughs> see his face. And I have to say, like, your facial expression really gives a lot of yeah gives a lot of um, different perspectives because if I had to describe it and you didn't know it was in a movie he kind of looks like he has like a stomach ache while carrying but he knows he has to push through with it so I, that's the it's what was happening this thing was hurting my shoulder like hell it was really heavy and we had to, to redo this take like 10 times oh so i think the one they kept is the last one because mm -hmm. uh it was we changed angles a lot yeah to, to have a different background and uh, i think it was one of the later one because this angle is one of the and my, my shoulder was it hurts so much at that point so i was in pain for real <laughs> but it but it but it fits the 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 situation like i i, I mean obviously i haven't seen the movie yet so i don't right. know the situation but it um i think you there is a lot going on in in your face while you do that which yeah. i i just have to compliment you i just <laughs> I, I looked at it again today and I, I still was like wow there's a lot going on and i <laughs> and and i um i think if if you become famous after this <laughs> I'm I, not. I I really want to be one of the maggots in your area. You know how how like famous rappers always have like their high school friends around and they do nothing but uh, you know take their drugs and like and, and and clap and, and, <laughs> yeah. and beat up other people because they know um like Drake has his bodyguards up there yeah, and, yeah. and they protect him. I want to be that kind of guy. Like I'm not gonna take drugs, but I. I want to be in your circle and for and no one knows what I'm actually doing, but I always tell everyone I'm You're always there. For you. There's a picture of me. There's always this German guy in the, in the background. Like, what is he doing there? That you want to be that guy? Yeah. I want to be that. You're guy. welcome. Every, every time I, every yes. time we're, we're at, at a restaurant or something, I say, yeah, give me everything. Give me the whole menu and put it on Philip's tab. He's I'm with Philip. Put it on his tab. <laughs> And people know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> See the weird guy who who has like a weird mustache, and he the German guy. Yeah, he's always up with Philip. Never, never piss him off. If you <laughs> piss him off, you're not gonna get close to Philip. I want to be that guy. <laughs> just, just so our listeners know, this is a very artsy project. Like it's, it's, uh, it's. It, we might try to go for a, a festival run. We might try to. Um, but we're not expecting this. I think it's it's not like a it's not going to be in cinemas or anything. Well, it's, but it's but a, you know, if 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 like a movie guy like Quentin Tarantino watches it and he's and he sees like, you I in it and he's guy. like and he's like uh, he's like, well, I'm gonna do the next Western movie and this guy basically already plays the role 
I'm going to put him in there. Dude, you're going to be this big, you know. <laughs> I mean, they wanted they wanted to do a festival run, uh, but the goal of this project was mostly to make nice looking images mm-hmm. uh, because we had a professional team with us and um, the director of photography was there with his camera very like hollywood rate mm-hmm. camera like 70 grand whatever crazy expensive crazy good 8k 8k i don't even know what it was like 8k camera it's written wow. on it uh, and he basically um, wanted to uh, to use this as a showpiece uh for uh, for his portfolio it's like oh what can you do he's like don't look at this i can do that mm-hmm. <laughs> so so i'm basically uh just like there to be in so in the frame so that there's a story a bit but mm-hmm. it's mostly a visual show piece uh, for the the colors the set pieces where we are um and it's funny because regarding this box of wood i actually cut the wood myself wow with an axe yeah and 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 it was like oh so we're gonna make like a scene of you like like cutting wood and i was like i've done that like once in a, in a at a cabin i was drunk and uh, I, I i don't know i don't know how good i can do this he was like, "Oh, you, you gotta do fine." You gotta, and he was really like, he had a little jacket with pockets and a hat, oh. with like a and like glasses, and he had like his phone <laughs> and his like l- like luminosity thing. He was like walking around with this the thing with the ball. And he was like, mm, "The light is good here. Let's film here." <laughs> he was a really, he was a real professional. He was sitting with his camera and he would put like a like a, a towel over his head to not get the sun, whatever. He's like, "Just try to cut the wood. Like you'll do fine." I'm like I don't know about that. He's like, "We're just gonna roll and do it." I was like, it's gonna not go well, and, it, and I go, and it's like, schlack! It just cuts right in the middle, perfectly. Nice. And the whole team is like, <laughs> they're trying not to laugh because like it went so well. So I'm like, I put another one. You have to pick a big trunk, a big piece of wood, and you yeah. put a small one on top. So I take another one and go, schlack! Perfect again, <laughs> <laughs> like so nice, like whoo, one shot, you know. And they're like, oh my god, everybody's laughing in the set. I'm trying not to laugh. And, and at the end, he said, like, this is so good. We should record foot, uh, stock footage. So he dressed me, like, in the red and black checkered uh, jacket. Oh, you know? nice. Really cliche. With like, a, with, like, a beanie. And, like, really, like, cliche Canadian. Uh, yeah, yeah, most cliche thing ever. He was like, we're going to record that and sell it to, like, an ad company. Because <laughs> it's, it's, oh, too, nice. it's too good. I, I always, like, for my job, I, I have to pick stock footage quite mm. a lot. So... As soon as I see you, I'm gonna buy all the, the stock material. <laughs> I, I I don't know if he's actually gonna do it, but it, it's um it, it was just a funny and it was cool because that time we had like a lighting team, mm-hmm. so it was really impressive to look at them work. Mm. Uh, for an example, there's the beginning of the movie is me waking up from I'm like laying down on a couch yeah. and I wake up, and what they did is the, the weather outside it was like around. 10 a.m., 9, 11 a.m., I don't know. It was gray. There's no sun. And when you look at the frame, it looks like the morning sun is hitting my face. Mm. And there's no editing yet. So basically what he did is that he put a massive spot outside and the window at the perfect angle with filters to make it like kind of an orange. I don't know. Yeah. And then they put a lot of smoke, uh, like I should say fog, like a fog mm. machine mm. in the cabin where we were. And the guys were just like using like fans or whatever to put the smoke all in the corner where the window was. And you, when you, I can see the picture, I have it, but you can yeah. see it. It really looks like the morning, like the morning sun is hitting my face. Oh, it's, nice. it's, it's amazing. 
and um, there's a fire there's a fire um, like bonfire scene where I'm like smoking a pipe and I'm like laying, like sitting by a like a, a bonfire it's pretty cool and um, they were putting like bl like black screens and a lot of things around me to like focus the light on me and you don't see any of that obviously but I was like sitting there there was a lot of white screen and black screens and so, so such a cool set it was really cool to watch these guys work um there were two and like real professionals man they were really it's really impressive what they can do it really cool. really is mm. that's awesome man I, you've been on sets before right for your I have, work? I, yeah, yeah i have yeah. been but but it's and it's, it's, it's always amazing to me but i haven't been on something that big so I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm very, very, very curious to see the material. Like, I really can't same. wait to see it. Yeah. yeah. So the thing, the thing they have to do, they still have to do a bit of work. Oh. Uh, they, uh, they hired a VFX guy mm -hmm. to add some things in the sky, uh, and like they're gonna put like a lot of stars. Like mm -hmm. the character watch like looks at the sky very often as like he's trying to see where he's going. And uh, so uh, there's still a lot of work to do, and they need to hire a music composer to do the music. Yeah, there's a guy in Quebec City that is uh, uh, I don't remember his name, but like he's he's a well-known guy in cinema in Quebec. That's like he writes good music with piano and violin or whatever, and he, they're gonna hire him to uh, nice to do that. So uh, they're expecting release date summer, summer to summer, maybe right. late summer. Yeah. Uh, speaking of music, do you yeah. have a first song well i had one but now i'm concerned i put it already so i have to look at the um, at the list here the uh, the, the playlist then, then i go first okay yeah. yeah yeah um the first song i'm gonna put so now since we we don't have that big of a concept anymore for songs for this week mm. i um get to pick a song that i wanted to put on so long i love this song now okay um if you guys remember, I am all I am doing my AJAT thing, which means all Japanese all the time. So I'm not uh, this week. I I will only except for the one song that I have to put for this week. I'm only gonna put Japanese songs. Um, okay. And uh, now again, I, I talked about this guy before. His name is uh, Kawatani Enon. And uh, he is a musical genius with, I think, four or five different bands. He's also a producer for different music. And by far, his favorite band of, uh, of his that I, for, for me is um, Gezo no Kiwami Otome, which means a very, very rude woman. And um, he, um, I, I, really, I really urge everyone, if you're interested in Japanese or not, to check out this band. They are amazing, really amazing. And um, they're my favorite band, including all German bands and all American bands right now. I cannot stop listening to them. Um, and the, I'm going to actually put two songs by him today okay. uh, by the band. Um, the, first song, um, the first song I'm going to put is uh, from, I think, uh, their best album, which is uh, the Ringo Daruma album. And uh, their song is called Katena Sheisun Geki which means um, egoistic youth and uh, egoistic youth drama. Um, yeah, just check it out. The, the song draws you in. You fall into it and, and there's, there are different um, moments at every corner. And also for all of his songs, um, check out how, how each instrument is perfect. You can, you can listen to the whole song only concentrating on the drums the first listen, then you, you only listen to the, the guitar, the singing, the, the piano, whatever, the bass, and it's all perfect and it's beautiful in their own ways. 
and the song is never really over when you think it's over so you have you have like the a normal song structure and in the end they all always put some experimental stuff which just mixes up the whole thing ah i love it uh, listen to it and if you like it listen to the whole album basically listen to all these albums um yeah that's the first song from him i'm gonna put in there for today philip you're setting up you? a, you're setting up a high standard um yeah so uh my, my song is, is, is it's just that a band that i love an old band has uh announced that they're reuniting mm -hmm. uh so i'm excited about that so i'm putting a nice. song from them that's it and the song is called trois x but it means triple x like mm. porn kind of thing but it's written in a i don't know their names it's instrumental music so their name means nothing so it's kind of a silly name but uh yeah it, and it made they released a video of them playing that live like from their st studios from home because of covid By the way, getting my shot on the 21st. Congratulations. Very good. Cannot wait to be Pfizer. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so Twazix from uh, the band uh, Manage. All right, hear you guys in a moment. Esteemed guests, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for inviting me to Berlin at the seventh annual conference on the renowned Columbia University. We have a saying in Germany. 50% of business is theology. On the one hand, the crisis revealed that there is a need for more governmental regulation. On the other hand, we have to find a way of drastically limiting the governmental interference into economic activities since the world since they would otherwise cause a permanent impairment of the growth drivers of free market economy. In Germany, we try a fund solution on the initiative of the Deutsche Bank in cooperation with other banking groups brand Germany, the risk of credit crunch. The Pacific test we have to pass is Germany, still in the future. Every Germany, single member state has created Germany, unique Germany, its own interest. Germany, the passion Germany has survived. Germany, which is the most important Germany, in my mind, globalization Germany, and market economy are invisible. I consider this to Germany, be justifiable. That Germany, way, we are accepted Germany, and appreciate Germany, the desires and well-coordinated actions. Germany, political crisis management Germany, has worked better Germany, for the stabilization of the United States of Germany. Welcome to your second dose and final dose. No, there's three doses of this thing, not yeah. two. <laughs> your second dose of Putin Bradvast. Um, okay, so I have to tell you something. I had something planned for the second take, but my phone just sent me a notification while I was updating the playlist uh, of something that happened six years ago. Okay. Where were you six years ago? Uh, six years ago, it was 2015. Then I was in Korea with you. That's right. And I, I mean, I don't have a picture of you, but they sent me, it was the, I don't know if you can see, fuck. <laughs> it was the school festival that, that day. Oh, that was today. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was today, six years ago. Uh, so uh, we had a, a festival at the university and there were different things. And actually... No, that was the first time we had like a conversation, right? A real one, wasn't it? 
I don't know. No, no. The first time we talked was the, the when we joined the club. We're the only two oh. Caucasian people. It was way before that. It was like in like in. But wasn't it? Yeah, but but I think when we joined the club, we didn't really talk that much. I think I thought you were like some weird Korean high super fan, <laughs> and, and while while I was there, you know, trying to to be the uh, to be a musician, but uh, you were. I, I feel like we didn't talk in the beginning. I think it was. I mean, I remember taking a picture of you. I remember taking a picture of you really? that first night. You were, you were uh, tuning the guitar. Remember that picture of you? Oh, yeah. You were, right. It's in a bar. You're, you're like, you're, you are. We arrived, the two of us arrived like earlier with one or two other people from the club. Oh. And there was a guitar in the corner and you, you just went for it and, and tuned it. And I thought it was a cool picture. It was like a really sketchy bar. I took that picture. Of, I mean, it was like in March. Uh, yeah. Okay. I think, well. we, I think we already knew each other at that time, but maybe. But I, I don't. I don't I, I don't think we ha we hung out that much because I think that was quite, unfortunately, quite to the end of the whole thing where yeah, we really we started down, yeah, going out a lot, the, a lot and yeah. actually, you know, found out that we actually like each other a lot. <laughs> yeah, we vibed. Yeah, it, yeah, we bounded a bit later for sure. Yeah, sadly, yeah. For, um, I was uh, yeah, I was hanging out with uh, well, I, 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 like I, I met some Korean people, but also the French people. That was mm -hmm. my neighbor, yeah. we, we, you know, very well. Yeah, I used to hang out with him a lot. So. Uh, um, yeah, we met a bit on the later side, unfortunately, mm. but just a fun. Just a, I'm very nostalgic of that time these days. Yeah, I don't know yeah, why. Maybe yeah. because I started learning vocabulary again, but it brings me back. Yeah, you know, cool. the other day I went on uh, Google Map and looked at our uh, our dorm. Mm. <laughs> I was like, man, I, I cannot wait to go again. Uh, but um, yeah, yeah I've, was... I've been there 2018 together with my mm. girlfriend when we were there and visited all these these places. I say, <clears throat> it's. <sighs> It's weird, and uh, and coming from that, I, I like 2019 when I went to the US. I also went to the the summer school that I I went to during high mm -hmm. school in in Massachusetts, and I remember like it it is it is a weird feeling going back to places that you have such fond memories of, and yeah, probably. Uh, but it it the, the unfortunate thing is it can't come close to what you oh, have when not. you experience it the first time. It always is going and back and remembering stuff right yeah and that and that's okay i think you know it, it is, just, it it is. Like, yeah like we're never gonna relive these days as as much as i wish you could mm -hmm. go back for another month you know yeah but, obviously. Uh, uh, just back when that time whatever but uh it's I, I i like nostalgia it's a feeling i enjoy uh, like i look back fondly at, at these mm -hmm. times um, I have really good memories and like they're never gonna die they're gonna die with me basically and uh, yeah and, and that, that's okay there's nothing wrong with that but I just I just you know I would like to sit down on that that crappy convenience store in front of our dorm oh, dude. you know that's <laughs> it just it just sit down have a cheap beer there a cast oh, yeah. or whatever yeah, yeah yeah and 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 I want did you go to the university too of course yeah when well, you visited the campus too I don't remember yeah. if you did yeah and uh, I don't know I have, I have I have such fun memory that festival that night I, I remember being a fun night. There's a lot of concerts. Yeah. Uh, then, then there was like every club and every whatever had a tent where they would sell they, Yeah, they had like drinks. all these tents all around the area where uh, they had foods and, and people were yeah. drinking and having fun. It, it was a, a really cool night. It's Yeah, it was one of my favorite nights. Uh, mm. And I remember helping the club setting up the, the tent the, the, the or our club. And, uh, and uh, that, that's where that first the picture was me holding like a pack like a 12 pack of soju bottle yeah and uh, and uh with with uh, with a singer that i think is is very good looking on the on the box and uh, it was just it was funny because uh, 
my favorite Korean musician uh, is called Jang Gia. And uh, and his, his his girlfriend at the time was that singer, and and mm. some of the team, some of the people from our club knew that I thought she was good looking. But my favorite musician was his his boyfriend. So I was like, it's like how conflicting is this for you? <laughs> like your favorite guy is dating the, the, the somebody you find. How do you deal with that? It's kind of a joke thing. Um, but uh, yeah, just good memories. And um, I remember drinking a lot that night. And there was a lot of concerts, like Korean hip hop and like Korean some rock music. Was, yeah. And just uh, it, 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 it was fun. It was just a, like, because, you know, in Quebec, you kind of drink publicly. So we don't do that on our campuses. Uh, so for me, it was very foreign to do that. Just like people drinking everywhere on campus. You would never mm. see that here. Um, so, I mean, we do it at like, like a frosh week, you know, but that's, that's, that's it. And it's not as organized as this. So no, just, I thought, I thought we could talk about, uh, <laughs> about that, but, um, but what I actually want to, you have, a, you have something else to say about this? Or? Uh, no, not, not really. What do you two want to say? Just, just what I wanted, and it's just a really poor segue, but talking about like, like looking back and everything, I, I accomplished something that I'm very proud of uh, oh. this week. Uh, I've talked about it in the podcast before. It's done. I have finished The Wheel of Time. Really? So 14 novels, uh, 800 to 1,000 pages wow. each. Wow. I, it's done. I finished the last book last week. Yeah. Uh, done. And it's a very Congratulations. strange feeling. <laughs> Thank you. It took me four <laughs> years. Um uh, very strange feeling, very odd feeling. Why, why, uh, why is that? Why is it a strange and feeling? And that's what I want to talk about with you, basically. My strange feeling is it's something that I've been expecting for four years now. Like, what is going to happen with these characters? It's been part of who I was for the past four years, wondering what will happen to Perrin or Matt or Rand, the main characters, Egwene, mm -hmm. Nynaeve. Mm -hmm. What is going to happen to these characters now? It's, there's never going to be anything. The author is dead. The, the, the widow said that there will never be another book made in this series. It's over. And so I wanted to, I wanted to talk about like, like just habits or things mm. you're working on forever. And just something that's been part of you, something you've been expecting all the time or yeah. working towards. And now you're done and you're like, it feels weird not to have this. I know, expectation she, I know what you're talking about. Like I've been working on the novel for 10 years. It's always in the back of my mind. I always feel guilty for not working on it. And I feel like once it's going to be done, I'm going to feel weird not feeling guilty for not working. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Have yeah. you ever felt this? Yeah, I have. Um, not not so much yet for the, the personal accomplishment stuff because I... Uh, like like the biggest thing I am working on is still going on, like the Japanese thing. And to be honest, learning a, learning a language is never really going to end. Yeah, because, it's never you know, you're, It's the same with English. Like I, I learned English uh, on uh, to be able to speak like I am able to speak now, but it doesn't really... Right. It doesn't really stop. Yeah, we could always but, work on our accent. Yeah. We could always learn new we, vocabularies. Yeah. yeah, it just never ends. Yeah, It, it never ends. But um, I <clears throat> the, the closest thing I think... For me, is uh, Kenny versus Spenny, mm. to be honest, because uh, I like I really fell in love with the with the show when I was like a teenager, and I think it ended pretty soon um, after like after I started watching it. But really, at, when you know, okay, I, I I I there's nothing more of material that I can watch through, and I've I've seen every episode like a, a couple of times. Yeah, it's like wow, this is over now, or, or the office, right? 
like like some some of these really iconic shows um yeah i i know i know it's it's sad and i i always envy people who started it over again like when when i recommend for instance kenny versus penny or especially mm -hmm. that show to anyone and they start over with it and they're like whoa i watched this episode it's amazing i really i can't even remember the feeling when that i first had when i got like a surprise uh, like a scene mm. that i know by heart now and that you'll never yeah, never feel that again yeah you never feel that again and that's it's sad but at the same time um you you don't know that before right the first time you watch something like you you turn into tv and it's it's on or a friend recommends it to you you read the first pages of a book you don't know if you're gonna and finish the book and if you're gonna like it and you don't know if you by god are gonna read 14 books of that stuff right uh, um so I, i yeah but i know i know what you're talking about that's basically the point it's a it's a bridge feeling and now i'm trying to like see how i can fill it out mm -hmm. um obviously i'm watching star trek and, and that's just so many shows like it's, i feel like it's never gonna end mm -hmm. um and I, i've started a new book but it's and that's a book i also wanted to talk to you about and i know uh, you do like reading you do like reading i don't want to yeah. say that but it, it, there's there's an author and his, his, his book is called if i translate from french it's called the korean trilogy okay and it's basically a guy that his whole family is korean uh -huh. but they moved to japan uh -huh. because of war a lot of reason mm. and they fled japan to go to quebec wow all right so so you sounds, like, sounds like a reverse life story for you <laughs> basically right i mean i've never been to japan but i'm interested in japanese culture obviously and um and um it's it, it's just like the guy like basically He was born in Japan from a Korean family, but spent his life in Quebec. Okay. So and like so, he writes in French. The the, the original language of that book is French, uh -huh, uh -huh. but it's really interesting because uh, I've read maybe a hundred pages so far, and and it's he talks about his family. Mm -hmm. He talks about the life of like blue collar poor people in Japan, or I think they're called Zaichi or something like that. Like I, the foreigners, I the I Koreans, the, the Koreans living in Japan, they have a name Zaichi or something like that. And uh, and like obviously they were not very liked, you know how it is in Japan, especially back then, like in like the, the 30s or the 20s. Um, and he talks about a lot of story of people from the village where his parents were born, like the neighbor, what what was their story? And it's very interesting to just like hear all these like poor people life story. Or he talks about how one of his uncle was like really handsome and really smart, but he made some bad decision, ended up there, whatever, and. And it's, I thought I would not be interested. When I started reading, it was like, oh man, like I call it about his family. Like, why would I care about this? But it's so foreign that it's 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 very it's just very fascinating. It's it's just interesting. And from what I understand, after he goes through his whole family, he he tells a, an actual story, and it's three short books, mm -hmm. and they're called Montreal. Uh, it's not Seoul. Uh, I forgot the name. It's it's one of the suburbs of Seoul. Okay. Uh, and 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 uh, in a city in Japan that I don't know yet. I, I, mm -hmm. I haven't looked that far in the book. But it basically tells like because he he went to Japan to see his family. He went to Korea to teach French, and he lives in Montreal. So he tells like how being like a three dimensional person is like because he's, nice. he's 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 part Korean, part Japanese, part Quebecois. Right. It's such a like confusing thing for him. Um, it's like a very rich heritage, obviously. And he's, from what I understand, he does speak both Japanese, Korean also, from what I understand, because he used a lot of words in the book. Yeah. 
So I don't know if that was ever translated in English, but if it is, because I think it's a pretty obscure book. It's a gift I received from my 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 my, my brother's girlfriend years ago, because uh, she's like, oh, this is like something that sounds like you'd be into, whatever. It's like absolutely. Uh, but if if it is translated in English, I thought that could be a book you could be interested in. Yeah, it sounds too, very interesting. You have, you, have, you have ties also to these three places yeah. to a different degree than I do, obviously. Yeah. Um, but I don't know, just something that I'm, and I'm and, and I'm gonna I'm gonna keep you updated uh, on, on on this book if you want. Yeah, sure. Um, when when he talks about Japan, or, or uh, I thought maybe you could be interested, but uh, but it, like there's there's a whole. It's like very short stories, which is a very fun format because like he tells us the, the story of his aunt. It's like three pages and then mm. somebody else. And he talks about a friend of his dad who was, his dad was like a translator for um, like Japanese company owner and like coal miners, Korean coal miners. He was like the liaison guy or whatever. And he tells about one of his coworker who was Japanese, like he was Korean actually. And he said that in these poor villages where like, there was a lot of Korean foreigners that were very poor. There was a lot of like, like orphan, like uh, younger women orphan that came there to become prostitutes. Mm-hmm. We're talking about the twenties. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said that some Korean men like would like, like marry them and it would create like Japanese. Like, these are one of the rare occasions where you could see Korean and Japanese, like how mis- like it's kind of really miserable. The only time you would see like these unions is when, poor people are really desperate and it just yeah. the way he talks about it is like it's really misery <clears throat> and apparently like one of them they discovered that she was sterile because of probably a sickness she maybe contracted as a prostitute it's not explained uh but uh so they could never have a child so like the family was like very sad it's just like he tells the story of like really miserable people in a really specific situation that you would never hear about like korean coal miners in japan like it's so like we never talk about this mm-hmm. so yeah i just i really recommend it i mean i'm already 100 pages in i think it's like three or 400 pages long it's not that long but uh very interesting very interesting nice. book Sounds cool. yeah yeah so I, I, if you want i can look it up to see if um if uh, if the book has been uh, translated but uh, uh if you do that check it if it is translated in japanese because i currently do not read german or english so I would, would be surprised. Be. I would be really surprised it, it does. Uh, maybe for when you start reading German or English again in a couple of years. <laughs> then I, I put it on my list, but I um, uh, since I'm doing the age ad thing, I'm yeah. currently not like it, I am. I, I'm going to talk about this in the next segment. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have both had a homework that I would like to talk to you about. Um, mm-hmm. We were so Philip and I started this new thing where we pick out a country for each other and we both have to pick a song and Philip I, I did find I did find a song but I have to remember the name I found, all right I found all right it, then I, I'll just go ahead and yeah, yeah, yeah. um so Philip uh picked Lithuania for me uh yeah a country that I didn't have any feelings towards and um I checked <laughs> out the music and it turns out um, Lithuania has a lot of folk music and um, it's, it sounds very medieval type of <laughs> style, which is not my type of music. But I found this, I clicked through some of the songs and I found one song that I actually think is pretty good. And I think um, it, it gives you some really medieval Game of Thrones like feelings. Um, the song is by a band called Ugnia Vijas. I don't know if I speak that correctly. I have no idea. And the song is called. Zalioi 
Saliots Giriots or something like that. <laughs> and uh, it's it's really it is very dark and mysterious, and it gives you that they they wow. have these heavy drums and stuff. I think it's I think it's kind of cool, and we don't have a song like that on the list, so I thought. Before putting on another pop song, um, let's put on something that we really don't have on the list so far. So um, I put that one uh, for my Lithuanian week. Are you ready to give us your song from Pakistan? Yeah, so, so I started by going into a website called Prague Archive. Okay. It's a, it's a website that categ- it's like a database of Prague progressive rock or metal music mm-hmm. and experimental music too. And um, I, I, you could select a country ah. and see what bands they have. Yeah. And I was like, I'm gonna find a sick Prague Pakistanis band. Like it's gonna be so obscure. Turns out most of them were not on Spotify or were just they sounded mm. really not good. They were. Yeah. I thought it sucked. Yeah. So so I Google like famous like uh, like like rock slash traditional Pakistanis bands and this band like I, I saved that song. It's called it's called Sayone Sayoni. I don't know how to pronounce that. From the band Junoon, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and it's actually really good. Oh <laughs> it's wow! Good, I saved it on my on my Spotify because I was like, if I get that on a random, like sure, I like it. Nice. So they were they were kind of um, um, like from what I read on Wikipedia, they, they were kind of innovative because they, mm-hmm. in, they included like traditional Pakistanis instruments into a kind of a rock artsy rock thing. So it's a it's a it's a song from the '90s. So the production yeah. is is it sounds 90s you'll see mm-hmm. but honestly for our first homework i'm pretty nice. happy with what, what yeah i'm happy with what we got yeah it's a cool. good song <laughs> yeah um for next week uh yeah. do you want to go first should i go first yeah so uh for you it's going to be ivory coast ivory coast wow <laughs> <laughs> you speak french there so you might have some french hip hop or something i know they produce wow. a lot of, of, of these countries they're really into that so but there are like some famous ones, so I, I think you'll find something. I'm not too worried. All right. Um, for you, it, it also gets warmer um, and further away. Uh, you go to Thailand. Thailand, okay. All right. See you guys in a moment. I'll eat your ass. I will. You think I like? Sizing up my neighbor, how I'm going to haul him up by a chain and chop his ass up. I'll do it. My children aren't going hungry. I will eat your ass. And that's why I want the globalists to know. I will eat your ass first. You're not. We're going to dig you out of those bunkers. We're going to dig you out of those holes. You make us vacuum out your child's brain or chop your daughter or son up. Oh, no, 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 no. Look at that. Thank you so much. And we'll see you next time on What's for Dinner. Bye-bye. Bye. Poutine Bratwurst. Bonjour and welcome back to the last take of Poutine Bratwurst. I am your host, Simon. And I'm talking to Philippe. Do you like, does it annoy you if I speak with a French accent? Is that a French accent? I'm, I'm trying to, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can't hear my accent as much, but. Uh, no, no, you don't have, you, I'm, I'm not making, I'm not mocking you. I'm just, is it is it something that offends you if people no, do like I mean, a French accent? Or? So, so just, just a random, and I don't want to complain. I don't want to be a, a crybaby or anything, but hmm. the place in my life that I've been the most victim of, 
Like my origins was in Toronto by far. Really? Yes. Um, it was it was it was a shock to me a bit, a cultural shock even maybe. Yeah. Where people would comment about the way I pronounce words mm. all the time. Really? And they would, yeah, and they would like imitate me, like 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 um, like not often, but it would happen, especially like a couple of guys. Uh-huh. And and they would and, and and like I would propose something like an idea, and they would be like, "Oh, of course you pronounce that. You're from Quebec." It's like, what? What are you saying right now? So it was wow. a bit of a. It was a bit of a weird uh, situation sometimes, um, but that's the place I've been the, the, made the most fun of. For you sure. know, yeah. that's so weird because if, if if I think of Toronto, I think of such a multicultural place, you know, where, where racism basically doesn't have any place, but obviously I mean, I'm wrong. It's, there's, there's a lot of hate crimes in Toronto. There's a lot mm. of gang violence. It's, it's not... Nowhere is perfect. I think yeah. it has a, has a good marketing campaign, but... Yeah. Um, There's a there's a bunch of there's a lot of bigots here too, like everywhere else, sadly, um, whether in Quebec or, or Ontario or, or everywhere. There's bigots everywhere, sadly. Um, but um, I mean, I don't think I would not say I was victim of racism, obviously. But um, let's say our, my differences were really put into like I don't mind people like commenting on my like I don't give a shit about my accent. I really don't care. I've worked on it. I feel this is the dude. You, the you're best. not native uh, English speaking, so I know. You know. And that's why at some point, like I worked on it to be understood. Now I'm understood when I speak. So I I'm, I met <laughs> when like, I met you. Your your English was not as good as it is today. For and, sure not. Uh, And I did not have any problems communicating with you. Right. So, you know. I, yeah. I, uh, but no, I, 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 like, I don't mind uh, people imitating my accent. Or, I don't think you imitated mine. I think you were imitating the French French accent. The way mm. they pronounce things is different than we do. Just mm. an example, the T, the T, I don't know how interesting this is, but the T-H-E, like uh-huh. the, right? The, you have to pronounce uh-huh. the, right? Yeah. So in, in, in Quebec, people that they, they don't, they cannot pronounce that. They mm. usually they put a D instead. So they say the. Uh. The mm-hmm. but in but in France they put a Z they say the the mm. yeah because they're trying to do the th yeah well Quebec we're, we're, we just gave up on it kind of thing so it's kind of the so I I yeah so the becomes the like my parents would yeah. say the oh. like the bread yeah the sun and in France they say the bread the sun mm. <laughs> um that actually that th thing is also an issue in in Germany like. I remember we had we had one kid in 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 high school who always like we started having English and we had a pretty good English teacher the first years and um and we, she properly taught us how to do the uh, th thing and It's that essential. kid always always said z but in like the the worst German way the space on the couch is empty <laughs> and he spoke like that and and. Uh, And it pissed me off so much because he didn't even try to speak right. the th. I get that if you, you know, if you you didn't have that good of an education, you had a bad mm. teacher or whatever, and someone speaks to you and ca- catches you off guard. You're just trying, and, and then you're trying, and like, it's totally yeah. fine. You know, you're trying yeah, your best, yeah. and it's not your native tongue. But if you're in fucking class and you practice th for like a year, <laughs> and you still oh, you start with the. And there's nothing better to do you have to do than to just continue with your fucking sir. Uh, I hated that kid. I really did. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, it, 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 English classes were at least in my time, and maybe it changed, but they were horrible. Like we didn't learn anything. 
Mm. I learned English by exposure, uh, by playing yeah. video games mostly. But yeah, really, I, I I also uh, I remember I, I recently, as you you guys know from last week, I I started I'm starting my immersion in Japanese. I'm actually. I, little disclaimer: I'm 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 going in slower than I expected to because I just started a new um, job, and it's really it's just not possible to to yeah. do so much at once and change your life in such a big way because yeah. uh, you go insane. And I really I felt a lot of pressure, so I had to. I'm like I'm replacing all my podcasts. I'm replacing all my music. I'm not watching YouTube videos that are not in Japanese. I'm trying That's to switch habits, and I'm trying to not read like. I switched the news app on my phone to a Japanese app because every morning I wake up, I check the news app. I I deleted the German one. I'm reading the Japanese one. And wow. if it takes me longer, it takes me longer. I'm doing these things, but the constant immersion and really replacing everything, it doesn't really work out. Like the first day I had an issue with the IT because I switched. The first thing I did is I got my new laptop and I switched it to Japanese. Oh my God. And then I, I had to do some settings on there that are pretty complicated. And I tried to fake it because I didn't want everyone to think what a fucking <laughs> idiot, because you know, that's not, you don't do that. You don't, you get a new laptop and you, the first thing you, that fucking moron is he switches into Japanese. Like what a random thing. And I can, and the, the IT guy went to me and I like, I like, yeah, I can't find the thing. I, I don't know how to do that. And so, yeah, sure. I help you. And he looked at my thing and I was like, I don't know what to do there. What, why the fuck is it? What is that Chinese? I was like, oh, that's Japanese. He said, why the fuck did you put it to Japanese? And I go, because I studied Japanese. And he's like, well, how do you expect me to help that turn it back? And I couldn't manage to turn it back for a while. So I had to Google it on my phone, which was oh also God. in Japanese to, no, no. To, to do it, uh, to switch it back to German. It was oh so God. embarrassing. So what I was going to say is I, I, I do that gradually i'm switching yeah. but yeah well, i wanted to say that i while i'm doing this now and i'm more and more immersing i i went back to think of when the whole thing started to me to click in english because i remember there was a moment where where i kind of involuntarily immersed myself and that was when i started to discover south park i started mm. watching south park when i was probably around seventh grade i watched it uh, during i had a tv a really really tiny tv in my uh, in my room and at night i was i was awake and i watched basically all these mtv shows and i discovered south park and i fell in love with the humor of it and then at the same time i had um i had um a a, a private teacher who helped me be better in latin because i was i really sucked in latin and i talked to him what about were you learning latin because we had that in school, it's what the fuck. Yeah, yeah, you have that. In my school dad, in my dad studied Latin, but that's in the sixties. Why? Would, yeah, yeah, we still, we still do Latin? that. We still do that. We we had the choice in the sixth grade. You have the choice between French and Latin, and for some dumb reason, I picked Latin. It's a um, bad language. Is it to read the Bible? Yeah, What's it, the it, point? Yeah, it, it, but it does help you at some points. I. Uh, I mean, you at, better you can understand Latin language better, I guess. Like yeah, Spanish yeah, or French, and, and, but... it, and it helps ch shape the way you think of languages and grammar and stuff it, it makes sense but yeah I, I know what you mean and it but it is the it is easier than to start study French it's easier to get better grades anyways what I, <laughs> I wanted to uh, say sorry, is, yeah, go, no sorry. worries no worries uh, I wanted to say that teacher who was like yeah you watch Salzburg oh that's cool uh, but you don't watch it in German do you and I said yeah I watch it in German he said dude you gotta watch it in English and uh, one day he gave me like 
um, uh, a disc with all South Park episodes that were out by then. I think it was season one to 11, all in English. Wow. I started watching it and I totally fell in love with it. And I don't know if you know that, if you ever discovered that, but I, I think South Park is very difficult to understand if you're used to school um, English because it's so fast and they, you know, they, they insult each other all the time. And it's, it's, yeah. a, it's a very own, yeah. own way of talking. Yeah. And, um, but I, I, I watched it because I enjoyed it and I, I watched it all the time and uh, on repeat just because I liked it. And basically immersed myself. And by doing that, my English went was way, way better. Like I was able to adapt the little accent. I, 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 I'm automatically got some the ways they talk and the ways they things they did. So uh, I, I, I noticed that that was uh, the reason why my English was. How how good was your English back then when you, you started watching? When I started? when you started watching Star Star Trek South Park in English. <sighs> Well, you say you were like already fluent or I, did, I started seventh grade. That means I had three years of, of advanced, of studying English on a, on a daily basis in school. Okay. I didn't okay. do much more than that. I, I always was interested in learning English. So I never was the kid who was like, Oh, I hate English. I always liked right. English. Okay. Um, I think in seventh grade, you're able to have like a decent conversation uh but obviously you're not, not for me <laughs> no, no not me in germany you do if, if you okay. if you have good teachers and i did have good teachers um yeah and if you're interested i mean obviously there are kids in who finished german high school and who suck in english because they just same here if, if, you, if you just do the bare minimum you you yeah. suck you have to you have to do you have to put your share yeah. you have to be interested you have to care otherwise and that, you're not gonna do and it and that's that's the key you have to find yourself something that you actually enjoy listening to, watching, that you want to know more because it's the story and not the language. And yeah, that's that's what I'm... Maybe I should try to watch South Park in Korean. Who knows? Yeah, you should. If you really enjoy watching South Park, you should do it. I'm doing that in I Japanese. Used to. I, haven't watched, I haven't watched... Star, uh, why do I always say fucking Star Trek, man? I, I, I used to love South Park when I was like in high school, but I haven't mm. watched it since, I think. Like, well, maybe I, you I'm, should I'm, really like watch it. Like, See, I like I know the episodes until like season five or six at best. Like I, I know the old ones, but yeah, I could rewatch them. Uh, if you if you enjoyed it, and the the good thing is you already know it, right? You know, you know, if, like the Scott Tannerman must die episode, right? You know what Cartman is doing to Scott uh, Tannerman's parents when he feeds them. He may he, he chops them up to chili and feeds them to the to Scott Tannerman. I don't remember that. It's been I haven't watched uh, that again. Anyways, so long. you know, but you but as soon as you start rewatching him, you're gonna know yeah. what's what it's about. Like mm -hmm. if I if if there was Kenny versus Benny in, in Japanese, that would be so helpful to me because I know all right. the episodes by heart. I would know what it's about and i and then i could pick up oh so that's how you say that certain thing in japanese it's just way more helpful yeah i i, I guess i should <laughs> i should yeah it's a good idea anyways uh i should watch star trek in in korean do that if you if you can <laughs> yeah, by the way if you're into idea. star trek have you have you watched the orville i don't know what that is the or the orville the orville O R V I double L E. No, it is a um, Star Trek like uh, show by Seth MacFarlane, the guy from South Park, the South Park creator, uh, a Family Guy creator. Okay, and it's amazing. It's on Amazon Prime, at least in Germany, it is. 
I, okay. in, in Germany, it has two seasons out. I think there are not more at the moment. Is, is it like a so cartoon good. or is it? No, no, no. It's with it's with real actors, and it's it's funny, but at the same time. It has like a very good story behind it. It's intelligent. Uh, it has political connotations. Check it out. If you're into that kind of stuff, you're going to love it. It's really, really, I'm not into Star Trek. I'm not into um, Star Wars, but I love that show. I loved it. I think it's really, really great. Yeah, maybe I could look into it. I always, I, I'm not into Star Wars either, but man, I love Star Trek. It's really, it's, <laughs> I watched a great episode the, two days ago. Oh man, it was really good. But I'm worried about with watching it in other languages that they use a lot of what they call techno bubble. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Technological words that means nothing like, like, oh, we crossed the beam of the space time continuum. And it's like, like, I don't even understand in English or French for that I, matter. Like, <laughs> I, read a, I read a chapter about that on my all Japanese all the time website, like the blog. He also writes about that. He says, "Well, what if people? Uh, I what is it? What is the use of me learning learning um, Japanese by watching Star Trek? Like, I wouldn't know what quantum drive or whatever. Right? Yeah, I, yeah, why yeah, is that yeah. of use for me?" And he says, "Well, why isn't it? If that is the thing you care about, if that's something you are interested in, why yeah. wouldn't that be interesting to learn that in your target language?" It is something mm -hmm. that obviously brings interest to you in your mother tongue. Yeah. So yeah. it's you know, learning that that's a cool thing to know. And 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 imagine yourself being in a situation like you're at a bar or whatever in Japan or in, respectively in Korea, yeah, and yeah. you talk to someone and they are like Star Trek fans, and you mm -hmm. are able to know exactly these words. Space, you say space time continuum, and you're like, whoa! They're like, wow, <laughs> this guy knows shit, and this guy is really mm -hmm. into into Star Trek. So. I yeah. think that's that's a cool thing to know. It's it all depends on what is useful to you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. And they don't always space 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 time continuum. Like nine nine percent yeah. of the discussion is about situation and yeah. objects, and so it's and, it's and relevant. You're still gonna learn yeah. that and yeah, use yeah, it yeah. everywhere. So yeah, for sure. All right. Uh, I think I'm ready to put my last song on the list. Yeah, go ahead. Um, as promised, it's again by the <clears throat> great band Gezono Kiwami Otome. And I want to give you some trivia on the band because Japanese Japanese bands are normally, you know, in, in Japan, they have very strong, um, they're very polite and they expect you to behave in certain ways to be, uh, to be good in society. And that band really shits on that on many levels. Um, their first album, for instance, uh, the translated of their first um, uh, title of their first album is called... Um, if you can't if you can't dance you're a useless piece of shit and uh that is such a and it's it is a dance album through and through like you okay there's so many beats and stuff that are um it's difficult to dance to that album but i i think it um it's a, an amazing album as well but i'm not gonna pick a song from there i'm gonna pick actually one of the most famous songs of them and it's a song that uh um, resulted in a reaction to the one of the biggest scandals they had. Um, the the front singer of the band Inon Kawatani, um, he had a scandal when he was he was married and uh, he had an affair with like a famous. Um, and um, their their affairs over there is such a big deal in that's Korea. Such a big deal, yeah. In Korea too, there was an actor. I I I watched so many movies from him. I'm uh -huh. to him, and I remember mentioning it to a Korean person. I remember like years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I love this actor. He's so good. And he was like, what? This guy cheated on his wife. Like, he's hated. I was like, okay, he's still a great actor, right? He's like, 
he doesn't get contracts anymore after that. Like he's he's hated now. It's like and wow. And and that is that is a very like for us Westerners like that is all the fucking time like every yeah, time a celebrity people, is married fuck with each other all the time like yeah whatever. like who cares <laughs> but over there this is a big deal and it's the yeah. same in in that case and it was a huge scandal it was such a big scandal that this band who that was already big at that time um, were talking about splitting up and ending their career because it was such a big thing you can't do that. Um, and but they produced an album and it was their most successful album up to this day. The album's title translated is like both sides have been wrong, and mm -hmm. which is also and it's full of of like these um the the energy goes in a way that yeah I'm doing I've been doing things wrong but society is also wrong in many ways. And that song I'm gonna put on the on the, on there is called Watashi Gai Watashi no, which means except for me no one is me. And um, that's the song that really is about that. It's like, yeah, I do things and I do things wrongly, but that is me and that's who I am, which is revolutionary thinking in Japan, which is why that song is so big. Everyone knows that as far as I, as I know. And I love the song. Uh, and I, I urge you guys again to check out that band and check out these songs. They're amazing. All right. So Philippe, the last words to you. Yeah, well, <clears throat> just as, as as for you, you you've shared about this band or this guy a couple of times on the podcast. I'm going to share somebody for, uh, also uh, uh, the, the, this Korean musician I, I always share songs from because I'm trying to get into the language again. So I started listening to him a lot again. So I wanted to put the first song of the first album to like remind me that you know you got to start somewhere. I'm yeah. starting again for like the fifth time at this point. Uh, the song is called Nawa. It means come out. Mm -hmm. And I, that doesn't mean anything to me. I don't care. I don't know. But um, it's just the concept. The first song, first album. It's the beginning of a journey. So we're starting there. So Nawa from uh, Jangia. All right. If you guys want to contact us, you can do that through the Anchor app, anchor.fm slash poutinebratwurst. You can leave us a voice message there. Or you can uh, contact us at poutinebratwurst at gmail.com. That's right. We hear you guys in two weeks. Enjoy your time. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Get vaccinated if you Get can. Get vaccinated if you can. And yeah, that's it. Bye-bye. Take care.